Welcome to iHope. We're here to bring encouragement and comfort from the Bible so that you can have a more hope-filled life. We are so glad you joined us here today, and we invite you to embark on this journey of discovery of the power of God's Word and how it can shape our lives each day. So listen in and join us as we explore how the Bible can provide hope and direction in our lives. Hi there. Welcome back to I Hope. Um, our podcast. This is Pastor Brandon back with you today to go over the uh, topic of hope that we've been looking at in the book of Psalms. Love the book of Psalms partly because I'm uh, the worship pastor here at the church and uh, love to look through the songs and understand some of the meaning behind it. So today we're going to look at Psalm 78. One thing to note before we get into the passage is this one was written by Asaph. And Asaph, if you look in the book of First Chronicles and read up on him, you understand understand that Asaph was appointed by David to be a chief leader singer um, in, in the temple. And so we see not only was Asaph a great musician, but also he was a great duplicator, meaning he invested in the lives of others. Because as you read throughout scripture, you can find several references to the sons of Asaph. So we know that Asaph not only was a good musician, but he also used the tools and the talents that God had given him to uh, pass that down to future generations, to those that studied his music. And so we see that he really had a legacy in his musicianship. So it reminds me as we look at this, that the power of music and teaching. Now look at Psalm 78, one through four, and you'll really see through this passage, this song is one that is that is sung to teach a principle. Psalm 78 one says, give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the word of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. So this was a song that they would use to pass down from generation to generation truths. We know that music is used as a tool to easily teach something. Many of us learned our ABCs, A, B, C, D, by singing the song before we ever could recite or recognize the letters. So we know it's a powerful tool when it comes to teaching. So Asaph, when he wrote this, probably in his mind, he may have been rehearsing scriptures like Deuteronomy 6, 7, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up. So he knew, again, the power in teaching and uh, teaching these scriptural principles to future generations. We know that's not just an Old Testament principle, but it's also a New Testament principle. In Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. And it says, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns. So we've been commanded to use our songs to teach. Now, what was he teaching? Let's see the lesson to be learned here. Psalm 78 verse 7 says, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. So we've talked a lot about hope, what it means to trust, what the Bible speaks of, of hope. But today, I, I really want to challenge you and, and to be thinking about how you use, how you're able to rehearse God's hope and how you're able to get people connected to set their hope in God. Now, Asaph used song here to do that, but we're challenged in this way to continue to rehearse God's work. Now, 
as you read through Psalm 78, we're not going to take time the time to read it all, but you can see this, uh, uh, the children of Israel and how they would get in the point where they would tempt God and God would deliver them out. Look at verse 17, and they sin yet more against him by provoking the most high in the wilderness and they tempted God. And then we see in verse 21, therefore the Lord heard this and was wroth, verse 22, because they believed not in God and trusted not in his salvation. So we see this this uh, happening with the children of Israel, tempting God, God getting angry, um, often feeling repercussions from their sin and from turning their backs on God. But then I love the fact in verse 38, even when they turned to God and it says it was only with their lips, not with their heart, it says in verse 38, but he being full of compassion forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. And so we see this constantly happening with the children of Israel, them sinning and turning their back on God and and then realizing that they needed God and him forgiving and showing compassion. And this was what was to be sung through generations to, to show forth God's mighty hand and how he He always promised to be with the children of Israel. And we have that same, um, that same promise of hope in our life that we can share from generation to generation. Now, I just want to end uh, highlighting a few things in the, in the back of this chapter. In 78, if you go to the end, it says, um, verse 68, "...but chose the tribe of Judah, the Mount Zion, which he loved." And he built a sanctuary like high palaces, like the earth which he hath established forever. He chose David, also his servant, and took him from the sheepholds. From following the ewes great with young, he brought him to feed Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. The thing I love about this chapter is we see the ups and downs of the children of Israel. We see right at the end the provision. God provided David for the kingdom of Israel. And you know what this is a picture of? God provided a king for us. And so we have that same hope. We might experience the ups and downs of our Christian walk, but we can turn to God and we can understand that he has provided that hope for us in Jesus. And you know what? We've been called to rehearse his works and not forget as well that songs like Our Hope is Built on Nothing Less Than Jesus' Blood and righteousness. We have those same truths that we can share with others. So I challenge you this week, find ways to share that hope uh, with others in different ways, maybe through conversation, maybe through sharing scripture, maybe a text that you send out to someone to encourage them, whatever it may be, but let's share that hope that we find in God. We'll see you again next week. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you've been encouraged by I Hope, why not share it with a friend or leave us a review? Until next week, God bless.